Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's Fourth Estate. Today on Florida's Fourth Estate, we take a death roll into our social media inboxes. That stupid wig on your head. And we'll find out why the haters might be right. Gator Mastic. <laughs> we gotta start over. Gator Mastic? But first, we are talking about the one thing we all love to hate. We're talking love bugs today. Yeah, there's really not a whole lot to love about them as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, what can we do? We live in Florida, so here we are. We have love bug season, I think about twice a year. So, oddly enough, there is someone who is, I like to call him a love expert. Uh, his name is Dr. Norm Lepler. I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> no, no, sir. Oh, okay. No, You're sir. talking about Dr. Lepler. <laughs> Dr. Norm Lepler from the University of Florida. And it's not the kind of love expert we are thinking about. He's an expert in love bugs. Dr. Lepler, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and be sure and include bugs when you say yeah. I'm an expert. <laughs> are you I'm not an expert in love? Is that what you're telling us right now? Well, you'll have to ask other people about that one. <laughs> That's for we'll another podcast. We'll stick to the bugs today. First of all, the you know, it's like if you are not from Florida and you move here and you encounter these things for the first time, it can be startling. Tell me a little bit about how they got here. Oh, love bugs came here by themselves, essentially, from Yucatan in about 1960, perhaps a little sooner. We may have helped them by moving things like turf uh, across the new highway system. Florida was beginning to develop highways at that time, and we had lots of people coming here, and they wanted lots of grass and other vegetation, so here come the love bugs with them. Now, hold on, Doc, because I have heard from many very unknowledgeable sources that love bugs <laughs> came from a lab at the mm. University of Florida. Are you denying this fact? Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pretty darn good at molecular biology, but not that good. It, it makes them seem more endearing if you know that they are not from nature. But they came here. We probably brought a lot of them here, as you said, in turf. But I'm sure they must do a lot of good things for the environment, right? Yeah, they just kind of roll around as what we call larvae for most of the year. And then they come out and bother people uh, twice a year. That's it. That is the sum of their parts. <laughs> they do nothing good. All they do is come out and stick to our cars and ruin our paint. So why have you dedicated your life to these things? Well, it's curiosity, I suppose. Entomologists like I am look for interesting things in nature to study. And love bugs certainly are interesting. And I wanted to know how they reproduced. I mean, after all, they fly around all the time in tandem. What in the world are they doing? Does it take that long to, um, to transfer sperm? Yeah, okay, like please. Yeah, business out there right answer the that question for us. That. Is this just like, are they just living in ecstasy all the time? And uh, like, the... I mean, do well, they smoke little tiny cigarettes? What? <laughs> <laughs> they actually smoke uh, automobile exhaust. So maybe they <laughs> But what they are actually doing is guarding. 
their paternity. So it doesn't take very long, but then they take off flying and the male wants to make sure no other males are able to mate with that female. Oh my God. Are you serious? I just learned something totally. So they're not actually, the Barry White's not playing. He's just being a total control freak while all this is happening. Stalker. Well, in a way, uh, stalker is not a bad analogy to what they do. <laughs> they they swarm. And if you watch love bugs, they'll be swarming. And if you look closely, it's mostly the males that are swarming. They come out ahead of the females and they wait and then compete, we say. We don't say stalk. We say okay. compete. <laughs> and one of the males grabs the female and then it follows through with mating and flying away. Wow. I had no idea because you know what I noticed about them? They are annoying, but they don't bite you. You say they're not actually bugs at all. They're not bugs as such technically. They're flies. They're a distant relative of mosquitoes. And a lot of their behavior is similar to what mosquitoes do. This is a fascinating I never understood any of this, apparently. But I do know that it caused me to have a very awkward conversation with my daughter, who, when she was very <laughs> tiny, she caught the little love bug, and she goes, Dad, why does this bug have two heads? And I stumbled around and bumbled and said, we'll talk about it when you're older. So the, <laughs> so this is, a, I, I guess, had I explained what I thought I knew about it, I would have been completely wrong anyway. So... So these are these creatures. Did you ever find out? Like, so they're they're just wrestling around. He's being overprotective. Was that the most fascinating thing that you found out about them, or is there more? Well, the the part where uh, people are annoyed is very important. So we wanted to make sure they didn't cause any harm. They're not poisonous. They don't sting. They don't bite. Um, they can cause quite a bit of of damage when they're attracted to certain colors, like a lightly colored paint on a building, uh, perhaps still wet and ruin the paint, or obviously on your car, or they're attracted very much to light objects and they blow downwind. So they accumulate uh, on the down, uh, the upwind side of buildings. A lot of things we've learned, they're poor flyers, so we can help people by telling them to uh, use fans, uh, use the air conditioning blower, uh, vacuum cleaners. There are lots of things to do to not be annoyed by love bugs. Okay, so and staying with the annoying theme, you know, you, you wake up, you wash your car that day, you're in a great mood, but by the end of the day, those bugs make you choose violence because your car is just littered with, what is that little white stuff that they put all over your car? And if you don't wash it off immediately, it can actually damage the paint. That's a very good question. Those are eggs. What? They are insect eggs, about <laughs> 300 or more. And that's what's getting on your car. And they treat your car just about like an egg from a chicken would. They don't have any acid or base that people constantly talk about. They're neutral, but they do have a proteinaceous subject that reacts with the sunlight and the heat and begins to eat into your paint. So you need to get that off as fast as you can. Do you know about how much, cause I've heard people like 
car painters and such say, like, oh, if you leave it on for a day, your stuff's toast. I know I have stretched that. Uh, do you have like an actual amount of time you can give us to where we need to get those love bug eggs off of our car? Yes. First of all, uh, at the beginning of the two seasons, put a little coat of wax on the car. Secondly, have a little uh, insect pad and some, some soapy water and take them off as soon as you get out of your car. It only takes a minute or two. If they happen to stick on because you've driven a long ways during the day, uh, use a dryer sheet. A wet dryer sheet will make a nice finger painting uh, condition on your car, but at least it'll get the love bugs off and then you can take off the mush that you've created. Uh, another thing is love bugs don't fly at night. So you can just become nocturnal and do all your driving <laughs> at night during love bug season. But seriously, you avoid love bugs. Uh, and then if you need to remove them, get them off as soon as you can. It isn't difficult if you do it right away. So Dr. Lepla, if you had to give us one really fun and useful fact about love bugs, like say I'm at a, a cocktail party and I want to drop some knowledge on someone, besides everything you've told us already, yeah, what's he's something us some else? Good one. I know. What's something else we should know? Uh, some of these names are interesting, like the kids with, why does it have two heads? Uh, your, your daughter said, well, sometimes they're called airline bugs because they they fly united. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry. They, I think the name is such a misnomer, but I, I get it because they're conjoined or joined doing whatever they're, they're doing. They're united. What a great yeah, joke. I, that is so funny. That's that's totally a dad joke. Dr. That is what I'm taking with me. Uh, you have given us so many little pieces of information. Dr. Norm Lepla, University of Florida, who, by the way, did not create love bugs. <laughs> They just came here, but now we're trying to figure out a life in which we can sustain with them. Thank you so much for taking your time and giving us your expertise, Doc. We appreciate you. You're welcome. This was it was great. a pleasure. Fascinating. So much Thanks fun. So much. Yeah, it was great. From love bugs to hate mail, stay with us as we open our inbox and pull out some pretty hairy messages. Welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate, everyone. We uh, said before the break we were going to dive into our social media accounts and share some of the, the love we get from you guys out there. Oh, love, love, love. Yes, it's going to be all air, dandelions definitely. and butterflies today. <laughs> and we always laugh about the content inside, but often it's the way people try to get into and out of the hate mail that you'll see today that really is the cherry on top. And Ginger, sometimes it's just all in the subject line, right? And the first one I, I want to share with you, I'm not even going to read the email. I just got this in my oh <laughs> inbox. My goodness. And once you see the subject, why would you need to say anything else in that email? I feel like I know how this woman feels already, but she went on to write a whole paragraph. Um, okay, so if you're listening to it, the subject says, that stupid wig on your head. I didn't even know what to say to this woman, so I just didn't say anything. So she didn't get a response, because you do usually respond, whether people are mean or nice or whatever. Oh, you're yeah. a responder. I usually, if they're mean, I usually respond with something about their mom. But no, I don't. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I that's don't. my <laughs> response. Don't you go stealing. Your mom's wig... <laughs> This guy was like taking notes on me for a while. I don't even know all the stories that he's talking about, but here, I'm going to give you, you a, a little master class on you. The truck you keep calling a dump truck is in fact a garbage truck. In addition, there are not lighthouses in Florida or even the world that are 800 feet higher, higher. <laughs> 
Maybe if you focused on the real facts, instead of trying so hard to say words like deputy instead of deputy, like totally as if you were a Valley Californiette, you could report the real facts. Journalists and reporters should be that and not on-air personalities. This degrades any could-be integrity of what is left of it via media. I'm not trying to abase or degrade you in any way. Oh, well, we're good. Oh, okay. I would hmm. just like you to get your facts straight. And when you make a mistake, to correct them as applicable. Have a nice day. Look at there. He starts off super wow. aggressive. I don't even know some of these stories he's talking. The Lighthouse, I don't know. Now, to his credit, and I texted him back on this. Okay, I, we were saying that a dump truck was a garbage truck. That's a lot to put into something that was a simple, honest mistake. It wasn't like you said 100 people died and, in fact, no one had died. It was a dump truck versus a garbage truck, and he just unleashed and this is what I told him. None of these mistakes, these were mistakes. What Maybe I yeah. said an 800 foot instead of an 80 foot lighthouse. I don't even remember when that happened. But these are not mistakes that are changing anybody's lives or hurting anyone. This is just a mistake because I'm human. And I'm glad to admit yeah. when I do make a mistake. But Correct. obviously none of those were intentional. I feel yeah. like you have a real problem with trusting the media. And people do do this in the media where they bend facts and oh. try to try to change the narrative. Yeah, of things that's but pretty obvious an innocent don't mistake do i don't feel like it's in the same realm either way my bad buddy uh this happened right after the fourth of july when we had the scare at fireworks at the fountain and it turned out to be nothing someone just did something stupid and people started running so this guy says ginger has always been such an alarmist she has over and over again yes ginger you have done it again Oh, and boy. what he's talking about is when we had to go back on the air after having to do a face dive and hide into our <laughs> production truck because we thought there was an active shooter on scene. But when we figured out there was not, we gathered ourselves and went back on air and described exactly what we were seeing. And that's exactly what I did. And once I reached out to him via Facebook, again, he said to me that, I scared the bejesus out of his wife once when there was a hurricane heading to Florida. Now, I can guarantee you I'm not the first person. If, it, if there is a hurricane threat in central Florida, I'm not the first person he saw or his wife saw talking about it. But it was me who really scared her. And ever since that time, that has left a really bad taste in his mouth. And he I do remember that time you made up a hurricane that was headed for Florida. All of us were like, listen, Ginger, I don't think there's really a hurricane out there, but you. I just want to scare people, man. That's, <laughs> that's what I do best. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. But uh, yeah, he's blocked. We do make mistakes. And if we are in the middle of a situation like the other 100,000 people out there, you know, we can be a little rattled as well. It does yeah, of course, tend of course. to happen, Again, even though I thought you did a great job out there. Oh, by the way. you did too. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So I started doing something a little bit different with my hair. Just a little bit. <laughs> well, my I wife got this right new, I got this new hair apparatus for my wife. Right. And uh, she was like, you should use it. And I started using it. And it just, it just gave me a little extra, zhuzh, a little extra, like yeah, maybe Matt's <laughs> actually trying on his hair because I just don't try that hard <laughs> on my appearance like I should as a news anchor. So then we get Denise here. Hey, Matt, my name's Denise. I watch the news every day, and I hope I don't offend you, but your new hairstyle needs to go. Four-leaf clover. Lucky charm. And then I think she felt a little bad, and she goes, 
You're very <laughs> handsome. <laughs> what are you doing with your hair that made her so bothered? It, it kind of went from here. It was like a little flatter, and then it kind of yeah. went up a little higher. It gave, gave it a little more, a little more zhuzh. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna let the people know. You know, I'm trying hard. I and noticed it right when you walked in that day. I was like, "What did you do to your hair?" Mm -hmm. And, and then like, you were like, do you like "Don't it? do it ever like again." No, I didn't. Are you Denise? Are you the one? <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs> so, in the defense of these hate mailers, we do deserve some trash talk sometimes because sometimes we mess up. I'm glad you're with us. I'm Ginger Gadsden. I'm Lisa Bell. This is News Six of Four Thirty. Getting results. Ginger is off today. No, I'm right here. Oh, sorry, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> My favorite part about this whole clip is when you say, Ginger, uh, no, I'm right here. <laughs> you are very matter of fact oh, about it. I, I, and I just said my name, but it happens. It really happens. And it happens so often that we have enough to make a reel about it. We have a fantastic show lined up for you tonight. It is. What is it? Is it Gator? Is, we're out of Gator mating season. We're out of Gator We literally season. just talked about this I know, I, but I'm saying this is what happens. This is the beauty of we do this live. And so, okay, I'm Ginger Dadston. This is annoying Matt Austin. This is how this is going to go. Great. Just Hey, can you tell people in the newsroom to hush their mouths by any chance? I can hear everything. One of them is Allison. Just uh, do it. You want me to say it? I got no problem. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Scott Maxwell would like you guys to pipe down. <laughs> pipe down, please. Give him the, give him the pitch. She can't fire him. I can be that That's heavy. Exactly. Yeah, I can <laughs> but next week, we're going to tick, tick, talk you off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god everybody in the newsroom is looking at me right now and i'm not telling them what you just said <laughs> that will never make it onto our podcast get it together so we're 12 Max. seconds in you've already messed it up no i haven't <laughs> so it is gator messy <laughs> gator messy I mean, things that make you go boom. We're talking about fountain. Oh. <laughs> We're talking about fountains. Fireworks at <laughs> the fountain. More curvature, less material, less expensive. And it's kind of like saying, oh, oh, excuse me, this is not what I meant to do. Oh. <laughs> This at the top of my head right now. Let's go. <laughs> I got it now. I got it. <laughs> I am not okay. <laughs> I still laugh just as hard when I watch those clips uh, now, Ginger. That was We're so still much not fun. okay. No. We're still not okay. We're not okay. I, I'm sorry. I... I do the best I can. And what people don't realize, we don't have scripts. We're just talking to one another and remembering what we're supposed to say in just a conversation. And sometimes that conversation, not so good. Get news anchors without teleprompters. And you know what you get? You get That's this what you get. terrible podcast. And if you'd like to listen to it some more, 
Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Florida's Fourth Estate. Or watch us anytime on News 6 Plus.